Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there, this is Michael Gove. I find the best way to come down to earth after shoveling piles of white powder up my nose is to listen to the parody Boris Johnson podcast. The best thing about it is that I can stay right up to date with everything that's happening in government while still hanging upside down from the roof of my cave. If you like the show, please do press subscribe or follow to make sure you never miss an episode. Thank you. Hello again and welcome back to the basement for this week's exciting installment of my podcast. Uh, and I think we can safely say it's been another interesting week, dominated of course by uh, the departure of Matt Hancock. So that will be hogging most of my time today, but I hope to also squeeze in a mention of George Osborne's appointment to the British Museum, the new Brexit Opportunities Unit, Pretty Patel's latest hair-brained scheme, and a recent report on the uh, test and trace system. And do remember that I'm recording this before the Batley and Spend by-election, so, uh, so, so uh, we, we don't yet know whether uh, the Tories will win by a few votes or loads of votes. Uh, either way, uh, thanks a lot to George Galloway for all his hard work on our behalf. <laughs> So, Matt Hancock is gone. Uh, not because he was a useless sack of shit who uh, siphoned public money to his friends or fucked up the test and trace system. And uh, not because he sent infected people into care homes and contributed to the deaths of the tens of thousands of people. And uh, nah, 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 not, not even because he used taxpayers' money to employ someone he was shagging. No, he resigned because he broke his own social distancing rules. Or rather, he resigned because he was caught. Like most of the country, I've been unable to avoid the images of my former health secretary in what the media have been referring to as a steamy embrace, but which everyone else has been referring to as a vomit-inducing scene from a school disco. Yes, this is the latest chapter in the book called Can These Sleazy Fuckers Sink Any Lower? Uh, the Sun broke the story with a grainy picture of Matt and his senior aide, Gina Colangelo, uh, ca- carrying out a uh, quick swap kiss on each other's tonsils using their tongues. 
Uh, Gina is, uh, is a long-time personal friend of Matt. Uh, emphasis on the uh, personal. And he made her an unpaid advisor, then a non-executive director at the Department of Health. A position which pays her over £15,000 of public money. While there may be things wrong with this, while well, one of the most alarming is the idea of someone advising a government department when their judgment is so poor that they fancy Matt Hankel. So I had a chat with uh, Mr. Mr. Wank Sock, and he, uh, he assured me that he had simply appointed someone he was shagging to a publicly funded position to make it easier to have a quick knee trembler in his office several times a week. Uh, it sounds perfectly reasonable to me, I thought. Uh, just so happens that uh, giving public money to people you're shagging is an area where I have considerable expertise and experience. So after giving the matter serious consideration, uh, I accepted his apology and said that I considered the matter closed. After all, me trying to bollock him for that would be like President Putin sacking one of his staff for slipping a laxative into someone's coffee as a joke. So, so then, so then our man issued a half-assed public apology for breaking the social distancing rules, and uh, we all crossed our fingers and hoped it would go away. Uh, there was now an embarrassment fact to this, which uh, which was how Matt had reacted um, a year previously when, when Neil Ferguson uh, broke the lockdown rules to see the woman he was having an affair with. Uh, uh, at the time, Matt said, "I think social distancing rules." are very important and people should follow them. Now I do appreciate that when people see this sort of behaviour from government ministers uh, they may well think why should I follow the rules if they aren't following them? Which is a very fair question and, and one to which I can give a very fair answer. Because it's one rule for us and another for you lot. Kingdom. It's me, the one true president in the United States. I believe in democracy just as much as Boris Johnson does. Not at all. You won't find any democracy in the parody Boris Johnson podcast, which is why I love it. It's a phenomenal populist podcast made by some tremendous, tremendous people, folks. So then we backed up our position by sending Grant Shapps out to defend Matt. Uh, that's the that's the Grant Shapps who used the uh, the two false names to sell get-rich-quick schemes. So I'm sure that must have reassured everyone that Matt was a good egg and that everything was fine. Uh, anyway, I, uh, in the past, we've always had great success with this approach uh, carrying on as if nothing has happened until the media get bored. So, so, so all we had to do was batten down the hatches and wait. So imagine my surprise. Well, the ungrateful little son went and handed me his resignation the next day. I mean, uh, what the hell was he playing at? Had he forgotten how these things worked out for other people in my government? In fact, when Dominic Cummings broke the lockdown rules, he didn't even have the good grace to apologise. He just made up that bollocks about testing his eyesight and carried on as before. Then there was uh, Pretty Patel, of course, and the little matter of her bullying her civil servants, uh, even though she was found to have breached the ministerial code. I, I chose to get rid of the chap who did the investigation rather than sack her. And we mustn't forget the walking disaster area that is Gavin Williamson, who is single-handedly trying to ruin the education of every child in this country. And as you can see, I am very happy to let him carry on doing that. So Hancock resigned, but, but I did not push it. Uh, which means I hadn't broken my unblemished uh, record of never sacking anyone, no matter how utterly useless or corrupt they are. So, so, so I get to keep my integrity. Uh, I, I, at least I think that's the way. Well, it turns out that on Saturday the chief whip had been in touch with Mad and told him that uh, 80 Tory MPs wanted him to quit, so he caved in and resigned. And then he spoke to me, uh, then we did the announcement. But, but on Monday, 
As if to stamp out any remaining embers of truth from the whole sorry saga, I told reporters that Hancock hadn't resigned, and that I'd sack him as soon as I saw the story. I always find that if you don't care much for the thing that actually happened, uh, the best thing is just, uh, just to pretend that something else happened instead. So, so that's what I did there. I'm a mad Hancock didn't resign. I, I sacked him. Uh, that's my version of reality, and I'm sticking to it. And now we have uh, Sajid Javid as our health secretary, uh, the man who thinks uh, people will be more impressed by him uh, if he poses for photos with his feet three yards apart. Now, uh, the good thing is that uh, he's much more on board with my preferred option of lifting restrictions than uh, they're never locking down again, whatever happens. Yes, there may be dangerous new variants. Yes, infections may rise exponentially. Yes, people may be hospitalized and die. But we can combat all of those things with our dynamic new strategy. We've come up with a new slogan to help people remember. Uh, see what you think. It's uh, pretend COVID isn't happening. And, and if people do start dying in large numbers, uh, we can always stop people worrying about it by, by just not reporting the daily death figures. So, so rest assured, we have a foolproof plan. Well, hello, it's me, real-life Victorian and human stick insect, Jacob Rees-Mogg. I wanted to take a moment to tell you about Patreon. It's very similar to being a Tory donor. For example, if you donate five million quid to the Conservative Party, you get a seat in the House of Lords and a go on Jennifer Curie. Excellent value for money. Patreon is a way of supporting independent podcasts, such as this one, for as little as £3 a month. You can get bonus bits, exclusive content, episode shoutouts, early access, and much more. If this tickles your pickle, simply Google Parody Boris Johnson Patreon, or click the link in the show notes of the episode. And a particular big thank you to our two flagshagger patrons, John Platt and Jason Pritchard. So be a good Tory donor and support this podcast, or I'll send my nanny round to whip you. Ta-ta for now. to consider how we would look back on Matt Hancock's time as Health Secretary, so whenever ministers have to refer to him in that role, the official line on his track record now is that he worked incredibly hard. Uh, Nobody is saying he did a great job, nobody is saying that uh, he wasn't totally fucking hopeless, uh, because he was. So uh, rest assured that he is still firmly lined up to be the target for all this pandemic shit when it finally hits the fan. Then there was the worrying matter of the CCTV footage itself and how that came to be leaked to the sun. Uh, when Hancock apologised and I said the matter was closed, we decided not to launch an investigation into the CCTV footage and the leak because we were worried that whoever leaked it might have a stash of even worse footage saved up, such as a Hancock at his desk eating out to help out. But once the silly knobhead had resigned, we then decided that there would be a, uh, an urgent internal investigation uh, into how the CCTV footage came to be leaked. Uh, but rest assured, that uh, that won't be uh, won't be very in depth. After all, uh, we don't want to find anything that might embarrass Rupert Murdoch.
The arts and culture sector uh, received uh, another huge boost this week with the, uh, with the announcement that George Osborne has been appointed as the new chairman of the British Museum. Yes, the same George Osborne that presided over years of drastic and damaging cuts to the arts during his pet project, Austerity. It's a shame there isn't a museum of austerity for him to run, because I mean, that, that's, that's where his real passion lies. I, it would be easy to look at George and ask, what on earth that entitled prick has to offer any organisation, but, but, but you have to really hand it to him. I, there's one thing that he really is extremely good at. Getting jobs he's not remotely qualified to do. Ah, ah, this point will uh, no doubt be approved by Oliver Dowden, our Secretary of State, of being so boring that no one cares enough to remember what he's actually in charge of. Yes, the man with all the personality of a block of mild cheddar is on a mission to ensure that rampant right-wingers are in control of every single cultural institution in the land. Uh, uh, move he considers that to be essential in making sure these institutions don't do anything outrageous like I, I, I point out uh, that racism and slavery aren't things to be celebrated or consider giving back any of the stolen loot we plundered from other countries in the good old days of empire they think it's all over it is hello and welcome back to Nigel Farage's Guide to Soccer Football Between England and the EU Bloody are you, coming over here and playing our football. I have to say, I'm rather excited since I masturbated over a book about British Empire atrocities and war crimes. Because England beat their old foe, West Germany, to love at Wembley. I've never been more proud of what I've achieved over the last few years than when I heard England fans booing the German national anthem or when they took the piss out of a little German girl who was crying. Once again, it was good old British Sterling be the Euro. Shaw across for Sterling. Let's not forget, we couldn't have done it without two white men, Luke Shaw and Jack Grealish. Well done, two white men. Moments later, the Bosch's top man, Thomas Muller, was through on goal after a silly mistake by Raheem Sterling. He's probably too busy taking the knee. It is Thomas Muller, England's nemesis. But not this time. Luckily, he mullered it wide and fell to his knees. Probably thinking about the firing squad he'd be facing later in the day. And who'd have thought it, but moments later, Harry Kane got England second. And now Grealish. Grealish in! In comes the captain! This was my favourite goal of the tournament, because they only involved England's wide players. And that's important, folks. Good old Harry Kane absolutely caning the Germans. Didn't do me any harm being caned as a child. Maybe nice. Reasonable, well-rounded human being around today. Favourite bit was when the BBBC, Bloody Bars Broadcasting Corporation, tried to talk about the match, they were drowned out by the crowd singing Sweet Caroline. And, as we all know, that's a very popular song from the 1940s, which the English sung every time to bomb Berlin. I'm very glad we continue the tradition, so well done England, and good luck in their match against the Ukrainian Socialist Soviet Republic on Saturday. As for Germany, I won't rub it in, but I would like to say, ha ha ha, take that. Two World Wars, one World Cup, and a 2-0 thrashing at Wembley. And that's what I call taking back control. Right, it's time for my tea, which has been cooked by my lovely wife, who happens to be German. Hypocrisy. I don't know the meaning of the word. What is boxy mean, darling? Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. 
They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thursday, the 1st of July. Batley and Spen goes to the polls. This guy, Galloway, went to Scotland and told people to vote Tory. That wasn't an accident. We're literally just minutes before gathered around George Galloway. They were also waving at him, they were doing thumbs ups, thumbs ups with him. If anybody that walked past, myself as well, would have recognised them as his supporter. He was walking away, he was walking away. I've been here six years of my life. We reject this illegal, barbarous, savage state that calls itself Israel. So, if you care about human rights or the left, if you're a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew, doesn't matter. George Galloway is not your friend. Please get out and vote on the 1st of July. This advertisement was brought to you by ToriesleesUK.com. Follow at ToriesleesUK. Uh, the prize for the biggest laugh of the week has to go to uh, David Frost, or to give him his proper title, Lord Shit for Brains of Brexit. He's been advertising for a new director for something which, uh, without, without a trace of irony, is being called the Brexit Operations Unit. Yes, five years after we voted for Brexit, we are offering one lucky applicant the chance to earn £120,000 a year to try and find a good reason why. Uh, the advert calls for someone who's visionary and inventive. Uh, presumably, uh, they're going to have to be able to uh, invent things that don't exist and see things that aren't really there. The ever-delightful Pretty Patel was in the news again and her kind-hearted plan to send vulnerable and frightened asylum seekers to Africa for processing. I, uh, I think she must have been inspired by uh, the poem on the Statue of Liberty. 
How does it go again? Hey, uh, give me all tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free, and I will ship them off to a prison in Africa. Uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, the civil servants in Pretty Patel's department uh, came up with their own alternative idea, which, which, which was to keep the asylum seekers here and send Pretty Patel to an offshore lockup in Africa, uh, which, which, which I can certainly see the merit in uh, from their point of view. Just as uh, Dildo Harding makes a bid to head up the NHS, we had another damning report from the National Audit Office on the test and trace system that she wasted £37 billion on. Uh, the latest report concludes that they lost track of 600 million tests. Uh, not brilliant for an organisation whose main purpose is to track things. Uh, the highlights of the report include paying staff who didn't use, handing out contracts without competition, and hindering efforts to control outbreaks by failing to share data with public health bodies. And in a six-month period last year, they failed to reach nearly 100,000 people who had tested positive, which, which meant they failed to identify all their contracts who could potentially infect others. Which, in short, means the service has been a shit show from start to finish. So, if Dildo can achieve anything with Tess and Trace, just think what she can do if we let her loose on the whole of the NHS. Well, that's all I have time for this week, because I now have to go and check my office for hidden CCTV cameras. Uh, don't forget... That, uh, that we have an episode of Plebs PMQs every Monday. So, so listen out for that one. As usual, uh, they're in the House of Commons with our long-suffering speaker, uh, Lindsay Hoyle. Uh, if you want to ask a question, you can do so on Twitter using hashtag Plebs PMQs or reply to me when I tweet out asking for your questions every Monday. Uh, and now, of course, uh, you have the chance to, uh, to actually become part of this podcast by asking your questions via SpeakPipe. Uh, you simply record your question in your own voice and uh, you might hear yourself in the next podcast. Uh, I would like to uh, to make one more important announcement this time for our fantastic uh, millionaire cronies on Patreon. So, so let's hear it for Simon Jenkins, Andrew Woodall, Zoe Smith, Jonathan Williams, Simon Roberts, Alison McCreese, Banj Jackson, Louise Dora, and Milton Yates. Yeah! Uh, and if you're listening on Apple, uh, we would really appreciate it if you could uh, spare a few moments uh, to rate the podcast, write a brief review. Uh, you can catch up on past episodes of the podcast and all previous PMQs wherever you are listening to this. Uh, Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye. Sorry, it's me again. Nice for us, couldn't resist. Play the tape again. And now Grealish. Grealish in! It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, Brexit's coming home. Giddy Aunt Comedy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.